0: So many I considered closest to me, turned on a dime and sold me out dutifully. Although the knife is chipping away at me, they turned their eyes away and went home to sleep. This is not just another fitness podcast. Why? I touch on subjects that not only have I experienced, but most likely you or a person you know has probably experienced it as well. I created the Me Movement on the Mic to provide you with relatable content and information on areas of movement, mindset and health. I'm on a mission to help you filter through life, to help you break free of the fitness stereotypes and embrace you while still enjoying a gelato or two. So join me, Sally, and let's get this episode started. Welcome to another episode of Me Movement on the Bike. And that little intro is actually a really old Mariah Carey song. Now don't hang up yet, like I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't big fans of Mariah Carey, but did you know that she's had more consecutive number 1 hits than the Beatles seriously But anyway that song um was basically about her struggles of family forgiveness and how how she got through it so without further ado this is the new episode um I wanted to chat today about you know what 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 I've been going through and forgiveness, the term forgiveness, because let's face it, Middle Eastern people, we don't forgive too lightly. And if you are just listening to this episode today, I've just told you that I come from a Middle Eastern background. Forgiveness and anger and how how that's holding you back. Now, I'm not usually an angry person, but I think I've... Learned that I don't know if it's a uh, it's a good thing. Um, I've learned that habit that uh, when someone d- does something to me where I don't really like it, I tend to dig my heels in. I sack them. I basically take that thing or say that person out of my life because I feel as though for me to move on. I need to be able to sever that connection. Now, it's not always a a healthy habit because from, I don't know if you realize, but from my tone, when you're unhappy with a situation and you don't deal with it and you cut it off, it's like you don't have any closure. So I always bring my life experience and, you know, trials and tribulations, as they say into my work, into my podcast, because, you know, I want to make it, I want to keep it real. Like there's a lot of trainers out there who portray this super squeaky clean diet, lifestyle, Zen life, when in reality, it's not. People are breaking down, especially with the current climate, 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 that could have gone a really bad way, that word. Covid ni- Covid de- Delta strain, uh, in Sydney it's gone a bit hectic. People are over it. Uh, people are protesting. Some people, a lot of people, aren't working. Businesses are closed. It's 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 really sad. So, how can you forgive in this state when it is your livelihood? How can you forgive? You know, like forgiveness is multidimensional. And, you know, there's different ways in which you can. Like some people, like you don't have to be that person's best friend. And I've discovered that because through my own kind of challenges of trying to forgive, um, I've had to go deep and do some research. Like I even I downloaded a podcast about forgiveness. Seriously. I listened to a book about forgiveness and like my, my little issue that occurred, it's not even a third of the size of other people's issues. But in saying that, I don't want to devalue the problem that I have. And that's one of the most important things is everybody has their own little roadblocks and issues that come up. It doesn't mean it's less of an issue. Than someone who has to forgive um you know a random person who's killed their child, so that's that's obviously h- huge, but it's not gonna devalue there's not a scale to go oh right, zero to a hundred, you're about number five, so that doesn't really matter so um, yeah, like as I was listening and researching about forgiveness, um I realized. I had to sit down and think like, why am I, why do I need to forgive? Because I was so angry, so angry at this person that did this to me. I was like, how can this even happen after all I've done? And it got me looking at the 12 steps of recovery, <laughs> because that's what it felt like. Um So, uh, you know, I had to start with like, after many years of denial, it wasn't many years, it was like maybe a few weeks, Um I had to be honest with myself. And that's the simple admission that, you know, that this happened and there's a reason why it happened, even if it was a really close loved one or someone who I just met. Um, That's the first step of Alcohol Anonymous. The principles that you can apply are just absolutely mind-boggling but definitely relatable. So I had to sit there and be like, stop being in denial. It's not always about you. There's a reason behind it, okay? Okay. Second one here I've got in the 12 Steps of alcohol, Alcoholic Anonymous or, anonymous or um, Rehab is faith. Before a high power can begin to operate, you must believe that it can. So um, someone with an addiction accepts that there's a higher power to help them heal. So there has to be something more than um, you just um, forgiving that person. Like There has to be a bit of a reason behind it. The other bit is surrender. Um You can be really self-destructive, and in terms of forgiveness, you can start to hate that person, which I did, and it starts to consume your life, your thoughts. It's like, why did they do that? Um, How can they do that again? Going through the same thing, so you almost have to surrender and just go, you know what? That's that's their problem. It happened. That's the next step. I need to move on. The soul searching. is the next step. There's integrity. Uh, Step five, it provides great opportunity for growth. There's acceptance, there's willingness, humility, and forgiveness. The actual forgiveness is actually further down the 12 steps of, um, of rehab. Further down. So it's like, do you know how much work I had to do to get to the forgiveness part? And as I said, When you forgive someone, it doesn't mean that you're going to be their best friend. I've learned that. It doesn't mean. But forgiving someone for something they've done almost relinquishes the power you have given them or the situation. I'm going to say that again. Forgiving someone relinquishes the power you have given that situation or given them. Now, how do you forgive someone? Well, it takes time, Uh, it takes a lot of effort and working on yourself and sometimes when you want to forgive someone, you think you've forgiven them but then there's this trigger and, and you have this brain explosion of anger and it's just like the worst scene in your head. Um, it is the worst scene in your head and you realize that you haven't actually forgiven them and then you need to go back and do work on yourself. And that's where the next step comes from. It says maintenance. So you kind of always have to go back and catch yourself because it could be really destructive. And, and again, this day and age, we don't need to add things to our lives that are destructive. Don't need to. It's hard already. It is difficult already. I mean, I see it on social media. Like, I don't want to be, oh, oh thank God I was, I'm was. i not a kid during this social media age because people are ruthless. Like, I've seen people in an um, area page, like if you live in a specific area and you're on a Facebook page, the adults, the adults are ruthless. Like, the comments, like, is that seriously necessary to write that comment? Like some lady was walking in the park and then she had to put a post up about how some um, a dog came up to another lady and it, and it pissed her off. It's like, do you really need to bully someone, kind of, on the internet? So if this person, if this adult is bullying, imagine the kids, imagine the magnitude of bullying. So we got to step back here, step back and be really aware of what we're doing because this could be really detrimental to your not only your mental health but your physical health forgiveness takes time and definitely takes willingness like i'll tell you how i went through the process of forgiveness okay so something happened i kind of ignored it it went on for a while by the way don't don't um don't give any money to family or friends it's the worst thing you could ever do I'm not saying that I did that. I'm just saying it's a bad idea. So it happened a while ago. Everybody had really good intentions and then this person dropped off the radar, trying to contact them for quite some time, nothing, and then they were very evasive or very aggressive. Um, I was like, oh my goodness, like, how can they do that? It went all, I was in denial about the whole process. But, you know I, know, I don't know what was going on in their lives. I have a very supportive framework and family and I don't know what was going, not saying that was the right thing that they did. So for me to go through that whole process of denial, that anger, you know, that, that that faith, the soul searching, you know, uh, the acceptance, the humility, some willingness. I had to be willing to do the work, doing the research. You know, I thought like, who the hell researches how to forgive someone? (laughs) Because you know what? It was keeping me up at night and I needed closure. So I had to do the groundwork. Going through that and coming back and forth, thinking like, you know what? I have forgiven that person, but then something coming up. So it was a constant, constant up and down battle. And how did I get through it? Well, I did like something, you know, I used to do when I was nine. I wrote a dear diary letter because that person didn't want to contact me. They were blocking my calls. That's another thing. That's just like that killed me. And if you're listening to me now, it did. It, it worked. I felt like, you know, I was a crazy ex trying to get in contact with an ex which is not the case but that's what I felt like like I was trying to get in contact with that person and they wouldn't and I was like can somebody hear me and I guess all I wanted to be was heard and nobody heard me so instead of writing a physical dear diary letter I wrote an email (laughs) I love this I wrote an email a dear diary email Uh, to that person, I put on some Tchaikovsky, oh my goodness, was it emotional. And if I tell you the amount of pressure and the amount of tears that flowed down my face and out of my soul, it was like this burden just lifted off me. Oh my goodness, the burden of the pressure of the effort of the years put into this relationship and then the outcome, uh, it was just, it's going to sound hippie, it was absolutely freeing and I would definitely recommend it if you cannot speak to a person or if they refuse to speak to you and get some closure write a letter, write an email, and hit send. Because once I hit send, I felt like a completely different person. All those nights that, you know, I'd sit and think and be like, why are they doing this? Why? I just, I was like, well, I'm never going to know why. And they're probably never going to talk to you. Maybe now, maybe they'll never, well, definitely we'll be crossing, crossing paths. i tell you that. That's what happens when you live close, if you know what I mean. But I felt completely better Uh, and I felt like, you know, I was on this road to recovery and the most important thing, I let it go. I let that pressure go and, you know, the ball, the ball just left. It's not in his gut. It was just gone. Um, And not only did I feel better, I started to function better. I started to focus on myself. It wasn't consuming my brain. So ultimately, for me, it was about letting go and letting go of the thoughts and not letting it consume me. You win some, you lose some. That person was there in your life for a specific reason. And, you know, maybe I'm hoping I'll never make that mistake again because that was a painful emotional mistake. Even though I was ghosted by this person, I was blocked um, and I always I used to ask myself, "How do you forgive a person who doesn't ask for it?" Exactly. How do you forgive a person because people don't they don't want your forgiveness, they're that angry or they don't think they've done anything wrong. and th- these are the things that circulated in my mind throughout that forgiveness process when someone doesn't even want to make contact with you is, number one, try and understand their perspective. There's always another perspective. It's like the age-old saying, when someone has a car accident, there's your version, there's their version, and there's the truth. There's always, you know, their perspective. And, you know, um, I try and put myself in those shoes. That was really hard. They're really hard to put my feet in those shoes. But that made me move on to the next step, which was write a dear letter, dear diary letter, dear diary, and email it or send it to that person and put it to rest, like actually bury it, done, dusted, thank you very much, close the curtains and move on. Because I feel like a lot of the times, or when we get sick, all right, it's diseases and things like that, but stress is a big factor. In illness like when your body is stressed your heart rate goes up you're sweating blood pressure you know like it's not good you can't sleep your appetite suppressed it's not a good thing to be stressed all the time obviously we need stress in our lives because if we don't have any form of stress uh, we can't get up in the morning we can't run when there's a car you know we need to have that in our lives uh, number three, you don't have to be the best friends. So if you give, if you forgive someone, you don't have to be their best friends. Um, people don't need to be in your life. And I seem to always be repeating things today. People don't have to be in your life. They don't. That's it, done, dusted. And then the last one is move on. Move forward. And that's my little journey of forgiveness from... The whole denial aspect to realizing it's like the 12 steps of alcohol, alcoholic anonymous recovery to having formulated uh, my little dear diary to reading, to, to getting uh, to doing some research on different types of forgiveness and putting it to rest and knowing that life will move on. You've done the best that you can and you wish them nothing but best. Good luck to you because you're never going to get this thing again. You're never going to be in this area, in this energy force because it hurts too much. The time is done and that's it. You've wasted your chance. But that's my little wrap up on forgiveness and anger. How is it holding you back? Do you need to do a dear diary? Do you need to forgive someone to move on and be be the best version of yourself? It is possible. It takes a lot of time. It is frustrating and you will definitely be tested. But I guarantee you, when you let it go, you will definitely be happy, happier. That's my little podcast today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And if you think that someone needs to hear this, please send it to them. My name is Sally. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to my episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it will be greatly appreciated if you have a spare 60 seconds to put a review on this podcast. It would mean so much, especially to a small business. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I'll see you soon. Bye.